welcome to episode 108 of the Spivey Special Podcast. We are back, Troy. Don't mind us if we need to stretch a little bit, if we have a little slips of the tongue, if we're not. You know, usually we're just in like absolute perfect order doing it every week, just machines. So we might be a little drizzly today. Which is kind of speaking of of drizzle. (laughs) I got me the best beer for my birthday. I haven't actually tried it, so I don't know if it's the best, but it does have Mac Dre on it. It's called Mac Drizzle Gold. Let's see if I can figure out how to turn that and get that in front of the camera. Mm, That is nice. We will get a uh, Loka. How are you? Hello there. Welcome. So So I also got him a. Let's just just give us a taste test right here on the episode. That tastes like a it tastes like a beer. <laughs> the face you kind of look like Mad Grizzle. I don't know if that's a good thing or a it, bad it thing. It tastes like all those other craft beers in these same style cans. It just tastes kind of metallic-y. Yeah, that's the aftertaste I, to it. But it's good. There's I like it. There's nothing we can do there about that. We'll have to go to Final Gravity. That's my new place. A lot of big news with the Spiveys. I I actually sold my house and moved out to a new place so i'm near final gravity now which is our drinking place which is very enjoyable that's where i got him his mac drizzle and his that he hasn't tried yet a bacon and eggs beer which i'm excited to hear about slash coffee i am less excited about trying that beer but i will drink (laughs) it for the show for the good of the show you have to it's for the kids it's for the kids so we took the summer off. We are back. We are going to try out a slightly different format. I've got my new Sacramento Kings flag behind me. That's the big news. Um, so we're going to do a little less sports, I think, than we normally would do or we have been doing. Do a little more food, a little more pop culture, although I think this show is still just as sporty as it was before because we're not very creative. We'll have a couple grab bags. We are going to be hitting hard on the guests once Troy actually books these guests. Well, we I think we have to get friends first before we can book guests. We've already ran through our friends through the first 107 episodes, so we're kind of swinging and missing on guests, but people don't understand the shows we've got planned, especially next week. I'm very excited about the show, which we'll talk about at the end. Zach doesn't quite get it still, but I am so excited to tell you guys about it right before the end of the show, so don't leave early. Yeah, definitely don't want to miss that one. So we got a lot on tap today. Trey, can we do like a quick summer recap, like what we missed over the summer? I need sure. like a one. I need like a one word, one sentence. You meet your Keegan From, Murray thoughts. I love Keegan Murray. At first, it was the one guy I didn't want the Kings to draft. I thought for sure that he wouldn't be. But after seeing him in the summer, being the summer MVP, that kind of helps change your mind a little bit, I would say. So I think the pieces that are fitting now around the Kings, they're definitely a 38-win team. So that's going to be up from their prior years. Trey, explain your disappointment when you found out about and then realized that we could not eat the Cheez-It Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. So we plan um, to on our first episode, doing it big. We take the summer off and then we cram the night before on what we're going to talk about. But we we're going to do a, there was a cheese it crunch wrap, which was basically a crunch wrap supreme at um, Taco Bell. And inside was a giant cheese it. Um, we heard about it. We loved it. Um, we both actually went to Taco Bell this week during work. 
And we swung in a miss and it's no longer there because that's what Taco Bell likes to do. And we don't like it. Stop it, Taco Bell. Just leave it on there if it's good. If it's not, just never bring it back again. Yeah, the word on the street with that is there was that one store test and they sold so many of them that they had to end it early. Um, so that does, that is promising. So hopefully it'll come back. It's not. It's just like we'll talk about it when we get into our debate. Um, but Taco Bell, they have an interesting model with what they're going to do always. And um, big news, though, um, according to the radio station I was listening to this morning, Mexican pizzas will be back on September 15th and they will be a mainstay, not just limited time. They will be on the menu for the foreseeable future. Well, hopefully they figured out the uh, shell situation so that it tastes like the original Mexican pizza, not this fake Mexican pizza that they brought back temporarily. Well, I think the issue was that they couldn't get the shell, so that's why they ran out. That's the only ingredient really that is on that that's not on everything else. So that's the one thing they struggled to get and why they sold out so quickly. Well, they originally Taco Bell news breaking them. They originally went away because they couldn't get enough boxes, and it's the only thing that uses the box, so it wasn't financially just, viable to do the Mexican. Put pizza. it in. Put in whatever box you want. We don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Put it in a Ziploc bag. I'll eat it. Well, yeah, I believe you would actually do that. So, All right. Just wanted to hit on those two quick. That's basically the entire summer. Then we got Jeez. LIV starting up. We got oh. other golf things. We got. Give me an some... LIV hot take, Troy. I love LIV. Ooh, that I is like a hot the, take. I, I like the 54 holes. I like that it's on YouTube tube with no commercials and just like they just go out there and play and prize pools are huge and so the pga tour goes oh well, we're gonna have a big prize pool and then liv went from six tournaments to next year they're gonna be 14 and it's a battle royale i think it's something that the pga tour actually needed because they monopolized the sport for so long i think that they needed a little competition especially with i think the liv might you might see a some interesting foreign players maybe sneak on to the tour that you might not have heard of. Well, I think it's good news for Tony Finau, who finally got over the hump. He won the last two. <laughs> but, like, both tours have, like, the talent is, like, not really there because they kind of stole half of them. So yeah, the PGA it's a still, havesy. The PGA still has crazy good players, and the LAV has all of the used-to-be-good, like, name players, like Charles Howe III, who's just kind of, like, there. Well, they did you see... Did you the see first the three tournament winners I've never even heard of in my entire life, and I watch golf all the time. Did you see that Tiger turned down seven hundred to eight hundred million to join the tour? Yeah, he would my, lose that much in endorsements if he joined the Live Tour. Well, then that's the thing is like he did all he wants to do is try to win three more majors. Yeah, that's all he cares about. He doesn't want to tarnish his legacy to go to another tour. But according to some people, does they think that the two tours are gonna converge eventually anyways so if you're not getting your money now you're kind of silly by not joining that liv the rumor on the street i think it'll i don't think it's financially viable and it's kind of a weird a weird thing i think it'll go under and the players will come back i don't know we'll see it's I mean, not golf they got... i can tell the golfers don't like it like they're playing music in the background and the, the golfers are like backing off their putts and stuff. It just, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm sure it'll change significantly. You know would like Greg it? Norman's running it. So, you know, it's not going to go well. Happy Gilmore would love it. 
Happy go Gilmore would thrive in the live term. Absolutely flourish. Big payout, big payout to join. Do you think he actually would, or how does that work? <laughs> I think the ratings would dictate that you'd have to pay Happy Gilmore a lot of money. I'm surprised the Saudis haven't just offered Adam Sandler a bunch of money to come play on the tour. Why not? I say you just put him in there. So you think in real life, sidebar, I don't know how good Happy Gilmore is or how good Shooter is, but if they played the match, those two heads up, would you watch that on ESPN? Absolutely. I think they're average golfers, so I think it would be better. It's kind of like some of these, like, uh, what's the... It's one of these guys. I just started this group. It's a big name. I can't think. The guy who does the what's the guy who does the pizza tests? He goes. He gets a pizza, Poirier, or he I goes to the pizza places and tests them. Gives a rating. He's a big. He's a big owner of a. This is going really well. He's always at the UFC fights. Pizza Joe. Yeah. So we're crushing it with that this reference. But anyways, a lot of those guys on his group that he built, they started their own little golf thing. They're just four average golfers, and they go around the nation and tour and play in events. People come and watch them. And so like the Golf Fanatics. Cool. Basically. Big news, the Golf Fanatics will be at the charity tournament this year, and they will be taping it. I don't know if I told you that. We will have to beat their they're, team. Their scratch golfer, though, had to bail. So now they're looking for a fourth, mm -hmm. which is good news. I know someone named. They're Who should we suggest that they get for their fourth? Uh, um, Anthony Vito is one of the best golfers in the business. <laughs> He's going to be out there actually as a volunteer, which is cool. One of our former guests, three-time guests. I will be winning that long drive belt this year, just so that you're aware. I just make sure it's got a couple that, extra notch holes. Yeah, for that's me. what I was worried about. I, well, I'll have to get the receipt. We might have to send it back to get altered. I'm not I'm sure who does the altering. I'm just gonna hold it over altering. my shoulder like the rock. So I think Adam's gonna the climb up on things and just hold it up over my head. I, if you don't climb a table, if you win it with the belt <laughs> and smash a beer and drink it, I'm gonna be pretty pissed. I'm just gonna climb into the corners of rooms and just kind of hold it up to a crowd that's not there. <laughs> I think whoever does has to hold it over their head and just go for it. I'm excited for that. It'd be the first time ever we have a legitimate winner, too. Yeah, we'll actually have someone actually spotting for it, so that'll be good. All right, Trey, we got a lot on deck today. We've got, let's do a quick recap of what we're doing today. So um, we're going to uh, thank Andre Iguodala for inspiring this episode. He made the claim that the 2012 U.S. Olympic men's basketball team could beat the 1992 basketball team. Other people have done that. Kobe did the same thing in 2012. Didn't go well argument-wise for him. So we're going to be having that argument today. Based on that dream team argument, we're going to have a second dream team argument, which we are going to do first, and it is the Taco Bell versus Del Taco dream team battle. We will be making those selections we will be having our people following along on the live chat jumping in and we'll be having people vote on social media over the week for that one as well. We've got a couple grab bag questions at the end. 
Troy's got some sort of uh, spoiler for next week's show at the end. Mm-hmm. Troy it's may or may not take his one. shirt off on this episode. Well, we'll see how Mac Drizzle does over there. I'm not drinking tonight, so Mac Drizzle might be taking his shirt off, and everybody is here for that. Yeah, I'll make sure to turn Everyone. my camera off if that happens. We'll keep the mic on them. I think they'll turn your camera off if that happens. I don't think you have to do anything there. I think that's probably fair. That is correct. All right. Uh, Trey, you want to start this? Uh, explain this uh, food dream team scenario that you came up with. Give me some rules. Give me some some guidelines. So what pretty simple from how... last night's meeting to today in your brain for this? So well, a lot have changed, and that's just a given. Um, so it's Zach's going to take Taco Bell. I'm going to take Del Taco. It's going to be a battle royale, but in a basketball sense, um, we're each going to throw five items into the positions: point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center. And then we're going to kind of just give the back of the you know, player card stats and what they do well in those positions and how they're going to facilitate to a victory in the end. So it could be five items uh, on the menu anywhere. And we were going to break it down into categories, but we decided to just go for the five items, whatever you want, flop it down, throw it around, see who wins. All right, Troy, I'm going to let you start so I can kind of get a feel for what's in your brain on how this is going to work, Troy. Who is your starting point guard for Team Del Taco? Well, my point guard is someone who has to facilitate every meal, has to be able to pass, be the assist, be the guy that's going to be, you know, moving the ball around, and that's going to be crinkle cut fries. It's a staple of Del Taco. Um, some of the best fries around, usually underrated and not really gotten that much because it's more of a Mexican food type place mixed in with a little American food with the fries and the burger. But my point guard, um, very affordable, a macho fry is only, I believe, I think it was two something, maybe three bucks, but very, very affordable to get a macho fry, which is pretty big, a lot cheaper than some of the other places. And the fries are a lot better. So my point guard, my facilitator to the team, to side for any meal, tacos, burgers, wherever you want to go, is the crinkle cut fries. All right. That's a solid pick. Solid pick. So uh, my point guard for Team Taco Bell, it's a good compliment to any item on the menu, regardless of what else you're ordering. It is the best value on the menu between 2 and 5 p.m. if you go to Taco Bell through the drive-thru. That is the Mountain Dew Baja Blast Freeze. It is refreshing. It is cold. It is a dollar between two and five. It's fantastic. And it has 51 grams of carbs, all from sugar. So it's fantastic and green. And I love every second of it. Now available is the Baja Blast Zero, which is only 10 calories. That sounds sounds bad. That sounds not (laughs) as good. You get it for the sugar, don't you? That's why I get it. Yeah, that's why you have Mountain Dew. It's like diabetes. Yeah. Could you get it more? You can only get Baja Blast at Taco Bell. And it is amazing. And you should get it every single time you go to Taco Bell. So that is why it is my point guard. All right, you start us off with the shooting guard. All right, so my shooting guard, I was going to do this based on like a height scenario. Uh, so my next biggest item 
that I have listed here is uh, one of the newer items. One of my favorites. The One of the best inventions of the 2010s, I believe is when this came out. I'll put it right up there with uh, Uber or anything else in the world. The Nacho Cheese Doritos Locos Taco is a triumph of modern society. They took something great, which was the crunchy taco. They took something even greater, which is the nacho cheese Dorito, and they combined them into one perfect item. So, so my, shooting, shooting, gonna put my shooting points. guard my shooting guard is a guy that you can just roll the ball out there anytime. You know he's going to get at least 20 to 25 points. Um, he's one of those guys that you don't really have to gimmick up to make it into a good taco. I'm not having to go and get a Cheez-It shell or anything like that. There's no graham crackers sprinkled in. This is my shooting guard. Just roll the ball out there. You can get a hundred of them. I don't care. You just pull in front and I'll bring them out to you. It's just the chicken soft taco. The way that they do it. The price. Yep. The little white sauce they have on there okay the freshness of the produce the cheese sprinkled on top and the amount of chicken on there is usually pretty solid depending who's working um the chicken soft taco i think may be the best item there at del taco and without a doubt would shut down lock down and probably maybe even break the scoring record against the nacho cheese doritos taco I don't think you're right, but that was good. <laughs> I like the passion that you have there. I have a lot of passion. All right, we're going to go back to Team Taco Bell. I, For my shooting guard, I wanted to go for a little bit of versatility. I want a little bit of length, a little bit of... Um, I need to be able to guard all positions. So I went with something that's uh, both, a, both a quesadilla and a burrito. It's actually a quesadilla wrapped into a burrito with burrito stuff inside. That is the Quesarito. One of my favorite things at Taco Bell. Sell available if you order it on the app. A burrito wrapped in a quesadilla is another just triumph. That's all I say. I mean, when you have as much facilitation and scoring as my lineup already has, you put someone in the small four who's just going to play defense and that's what i'm here for he's going to be the back end he's going to be the guy that takes you home in crunch time he's going to send you home happy and that's going to be the mini churros so the mini churros very affordable uh under two dollars two mini churros they over cinnamon them every time and that's what makes them great they're always fresh they're never too hard they got a little squish to them when you bite into them you know it's a churro you know it's churro dough and you know that this meal is over and everything that's happened thus far has been amazing. And it's a perfect way to end it with my small forward, the mini churro. All right. I'm going to go with my power forward. Just getting rebounds, a mound round of rebound. I have the crunch wrap Supreme, which is the best item at Taco Bell. Every single list that I found online has the Crunchwrap Supreme at the top. It is just fabulous. It's big. It feels like it's healthy because there's lettuce and tomato in it, but it's really not because there's sour cream and nacho cheese and a tortilla that's the size of me, which is uncomfortable. And uh, it is just perfect. 
every bite is just amazing. So in my power forward spot, I'm throwing something out there that's similar to the Crunchwrap Supreme, but I think is maybe definitely a little fresher, definitely has more taste flavor to it, in my opinion. And that's the Epic Fresh Guac Burrito. I had it the other day and it is up there is my top item right below, you know, my uh, shooting guard there, the chicken soft taco. Um, it's an oversized t- tortilla, pico, cilantro, lime, rice. You pick the meat and then all the guac you can have. They wrap it up. They press it shut. They got grill marks on both sides. Like Cut her in half. If, similar to a Frito, but it, we're not putting Fritos in it. We're not Taco Bell. Um, so we're crunching it. Oh, the flavor, the fillingness too, and it's very reasonably priced. So the Epic Fresh Guac Burrito at Del Taco is my power forward. I'm interested to see what you have at center. I'm very excited for it. I went with um, the biggest item at Taco Bell, one of the best items. It requires its own special box. We talked about it earlier. America loves it so much that we ran out of them when they brought them back. It is the Mexican pizza. It's not really a pizza. It's shaped like a pizza. Tostada. It's like a t- it's a tostada, except it's cut into pieces like a pizza. You don't really eat it with your hand. I don't know. It is fantastic. It is a generational talent. This was Grammy's favorite item on the Taco Bell menu. I remember her eating them like 30 years ago. They are... They are a mainstay of Taco Bell and um, Heather's favorite item as well. So I'm going to pick the Mexican pizza, the largest item, I believe. Maybe the grilled stuffed burrito is there, but I'm going to go Mexican pizza. I mean, a lot of people would say that was a good pick, and a lot of people would be wrong at the center position. The Mexican pizza is just so gimmicky nowadays. It's similar to me to the McRib. You know what I mean? If you're going to keep bringing stuff back and taking it away and you can't even get a shell for it and then you try to do new shells, you stop it. Why don't you go to Round Table if you want a pizza because Taco Bell is not the place to get it. So at my center position, I've already have a dominating dominating lineup compared to Zach's. I think Zach left some guys. No. I think Zach left some guys on the bench that he shouldn't have. Poor coaching for sure, but that's okay with me because now coming in at the center position, he not only is the double Dell cheeseburger, but now we're adding bacon. So the double Dell cheeseburger with bacon in the center position because nothing says Mexican food (laughs) restaurant like a double ducker, like a double Dell cheeseburger one of the best cheeseburgers very underrated unless you've had a couple of them recently very good very filling very affordable and what's good about del taco is you get to wait in line for 20 to 25 minutes to get your meal so that i think is why that starting five right there is just absolutely dominating to zach's five so we're doing a taco dream team (laughs) and you picked a cheeseburger as my center. Yeah. I've already won. I just need a guy to play a little defense. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anything on the menu? You're throwing a pizza. <laughs> it's a Mexican pizza, What's, though. 
Okay, well, this is a Mexican cheeseburger. Taco. You Mexican cheeseburger. cheeseburger. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? If you had one of those, yeah, they're they not are... that great. So I think you left. I don't. I don't know how you left the nacho cheese chalupa on the bench. That had to been your. That's your sixth man, right? There's a few. There's a few that I had on the list that I took off the list, added them back. The nacho fries were close. The nacho cheese chalupa was close. The cheesy bean and rice burrito was close. Oh, that's a. That's. I think that's a top tier just because the price and how much it can fill you up. Like if you just have a little bit of coin, you don't, you're not like super hungry, but you want to, you know, get a but good you snack to fill get you up later in the day. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's everything on that menu. Yeah. I'm happy with the five that I picked. I think each of mine are better than yours, except maybe the chicken soft taco is the only thing a Del Taco better than any of the things that I picked. Oh, I think the crinkle cut fries are better than a Baja Blast. Not even close. <laughs> We're going to let society decide this. I think society just doesn't know things. So I'm not even worried about what society thinks. I think I brought the better arguments, better roster. I can't and just wait with my to see the Mexican pizza <laughs> beat the cheeseburger like 99% on one of the polls online. It was going to be good. <laughs> not when Vance votes, baby. He's going to have all the burner accounts. All right. Well, Taco's gonna go five and zero. Oh. Well, if you think we so, let's do the let's do our fives real quick, just so we have a quick little clip that we can post up. So, the Taco Dream Team final lineups that we will have posted, you can vote about online. Man, those are almost words. The Taco Dream Team <laughs> final lineups you can post online. Tell us what we missed. Get your votes in. Tell us who has the better team. We're going to start with Team Taco Bell. We have the Mountain Dew Baja Blast Freeze, the Nacho Cheese Doritos Locos Taco, the Quesarito, the Crunchwrap Supreme, and the Mexican Pizza. Troy, what do we have from Del Taco? From Del Taco at the point guard position, we got the Crinkle Cut Fries, Shooting Guard Chicken Soft Taco, Small Forward, we got the Mini Churros, Power Forward, the Epic Fresh Guac Burrito, and at the center, we got the Bacon Double Del Cheeseburger. Well, we'll have those up throughout the week. Make sure you get your votes in. I think t- Team Taco Bell is going to just destroy Troy's team, and I love every second. I think it was an uphill battle for me. I like everything on your team, and I would eat everything on your team right now, as long as as well as mine. It's just I think there's more Team Taco Bell people in general than Team Del Taco, but I'm Team Del Taco well, you always. Just like the weirdest things that you possibly could from Del Taco. The best is what I was told. You didn't even pick and that's the what Del Taco, which is the best thing on their menu. Oh, the Del Taco's trash. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's wiping the sweat up off the floor in between games. All right, Troy, let's move on. Let's do our basketball Dream Team matchup. The reason that we became the Dream Team episode, Andre Iguodala, Kobe Bryant, Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, all of them have weighed in on this at some point. I read a few Bleacher Report articles from 2012 when these claims were originally being made, just recently got brought back up. And that would be who would win in a basketball game between the 1992 Dream Team and the 2012 men's U.S. basketball team. I will be taking the side of the 2012 
Troy will be taking the original Dream Team. Now, we decided that we're going to play this game in the year 2000, so right in between of both genres or whatever you want to call them. So we're going to be playing in the year 2000, so the three-point... So I decided that we're going to play in the year 2002, which is going to split the middle exactly, and what it's going to do for us... 2002, you can play in a zone, and you can still hand check. So it's like a 50-50 rule split thing. And the three-pointer is not as prevalent as it is now, so we're fine with that. Yeah, we're like in the league's worst scoring range because we still have hand checking and you can play a zone perfect so i think that'll be the Love most it. fair for both teams all right so we have uh what we're going to do is we're each going to give our starting five kind of match them up with each other and then we decided that we're going to go an eight man rotation so we're each going to bring three guys off the bench and kind of discuss discuss which team is better and who would have won if we were the ones coaching the team. So how do you want to do this? You want to go, we each do our point guards and we do it that way. Or do you want to do full yep. teams? Just the same. Okay. And we'll, we'll do it snake. So everyone goes first couple times. Okay. Let's start with the point guard position. The 2012 team has Chris ball, Russell Westbrook, Deron Williams, I am going to be starting Russell Westbrook, the very young Oklahoma City Thunder, Russell Westbrook. We're going to go full-on speed, full-on blitz, and we're going to make old man already has HIV, Magic Johnson, try to keep up with Russell Wilson, or what, Russell Westbrook. I don't think he'd keep up with Russell Wilson either. So you kind of stole my thunder there. I was going to go that way at my point guard, but after seeing your attack, I might change it up. So I'm going to go with the starting point guard. I'm going to go with, I'm still going with Magic Johnson. I mean, I'm just, it's just, it's going to be a size thing, a mismatch on the other end of the court. I think as long as we can keep the game to not really up and down, I think we'll be all right. Cause if your team gets running, we're in trouble. So we're going to play a half-court style game, um, use our fouls wisely. Um, no such thing as a flagrant in 2002. So I think that we're going to be all right in that. So I'm going to start Magic Johnson, six foot nine, as my starting point guard. I like it. I think that's a good uh, back and forth. I think you'll win the IQ battle. I think I'll win the pure athleticism side of it. And neither of them are great defenders, so that'll be an interesting one-on-one -on -one matchup we'll see what it does to the actual teams shooting guard i'll start with shooting guard i'm gonna go with the best to ever do it i mean if i didn't i'd be dumb i'm gonna go with michael jordan that's all you need to know six foot six best ever At that's my too yeah i don't really need to say much else i mean we're a year or two away from baseball but i mean right now he's in the best that's that 92 jordan i will take 92 jordan against anyone in the world so magic at my point i got uh jordan at the shooting guard all right 2012 team has 34 year old kobe bryant we have uh oklahoma city thunder james harden and we have the uh the crap talker himself, Andre Iguodala. 
as our shooting guards. I am going to start Kobe, who had to play himself back into shape coming off an injury coming into this. But he did, uh, he led the team down the stretch, got them their gold medal, got them their wins. I will be taking Kobe Bryant, who is basically Michael Jordan light. He stole every single one of his moves. But just not the originator. Might not be able to hang at this point, but he's close enough that I think we'll do okay. I think we're just going to lose the shooting guard matchup, but I think we're close enough. When you're up, when you're up against the best ever do it, arguably, I mean, if you're close, that's good. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move into small forward where my team will absolutely destroy yours. Um, we have, uh, 2012 LeBron James. Ever heard of him? Mm-mm. MVP, champion, gold medal that year, won the championship. We also have Carmelo Anthony, who uh, set the Olympics record for most three-pointers in an Olympics at that point. I will be starting LeBron James from 2012, and there is no one on your team that could guard him, Scottie Pippen included. Well, I'm going to go Scotty Pippen. I think Pippen's going to be able to slow him down enough. And like I said, if we can get into the half-court game, I think with my back-end guys, I think I'll be able to at least stop LeBron from getting to the hoop that much and make him turn him into a jump shooter, which in 2012, I mean, he was an average shooter, but I don't, I wouldn't say he was like a high. And where we're at right now is the 20-footer, the foot-on-the-line three. That's a good shot right now in the NBA in 2002. So, um if I can get LeBron to take a lot of those shots with, I think with Scottie Pippen's length and his versatility, um, he's, if we had to get out and run, he would be the guy to do it. Um, athletic. I think he's not going to be able to stop LeBron, but I think he'll be able to slow him down enough to where, uh, some of my other guys on my team will be able to take us to the promised land. All right. Power forward. So this is where it gets a little, this is going to get a little dicey for me just because of the way that I set up my reserves. Um, I'm going to go with a guy who actually led the dream team in points, um, 18 points a game. I'm going to go with Charles Barkley. He's going to be my power forward, 6'6". I'm not really worried about the size because he plays a lot bigger than that. And I figured that you're probably going to go KD at the power forward or Kevin Love. And either way, I think Magic will be able to drop down and help us on the rebounding. So I'm not really worried about that as much. Um, so I'm going to go Charles Barkley at the power forward. Well, he's, it's, he's listed as 6'6". Six, six. I read his book. He is 6'3 three and 3 quarters. So he's not even really that Perfect. big. Perfect. That's all I need. But he's the round amount of rebounds. So I wouldn't worry about that. And in 1992, he was at the peak of his powers. That's like MVP. Sir Charles. Yeah, I think pretty good. I think with, with my team right now, even when I add my center, I mean, all five of them can post up. So I think in a half-court setting, if that's the way the game is played, I think I'll be all right. All right. I will be starting Kevin Durant at power forward, who is six foot ten. He's got like a 7'1 wingspan. Charles Barkley will not be able to stop. He will be able to shoot from wherever he wants to. We're going to pull him away from the basket with the outside shooting. I think Malone will kind of bully him around because Durant's kind of a wuss, but Durant is one of the best scorers of all time. I don't even have Malone. I got Barkley. So. Oh, Barkley. Either way, even better. 
Yeah, I think we'll be all right. Um, like I said, it's going to turn into probably a jump shooting game. I'm just going to give the ball to Jordan every time. So I'm not really worried about the scoring part of it, I would say. So I think so far is pretty close. Now let's move to the center position. This is where we get killed. Um, neither of my centers are nearly as good as the centers that you have on your team. But what we're going to do, instead of picking the traditional center putting Tyson Chandler, the defensive player of the year, to Tyson Chandler out there just to get rebounds and block shots. We're going to put Kevin Love in at center. We're going to stretch the floor. We're going to put him in the corner like LeBron loves to do. And we're just going to make him have to guard him. We're going to get your centers out of the paint. And we're just going to have four three-point shooters and some guy driving down the lane trying to dunk it. Yeah, I'm going to go still even with that game plan. I'm still going to go the Admiral. I mean, I don't know how you don't go the Admiral. Um, he's going to start at center um, defensively. Very good. Um, he'll even be an out. Um, he'll be able to contest shots. He'll be able to help back on the backside. Um, I think he just bullies Kevin Love on the other end of the floor. Um, I think that he could have a really good game offensively, um, maybe even have to draw the double team where they could kick it to our great shooters, Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan. So um, I think we're going to be all right. I think we'll be all right. This wasn't the best shooting team. I think that um, the three reserves that I'm going to bring into the game might be a little bit of a scoring lineup, but I think just overall, I think that's the best five for me to throw out there. Okay. Let's hear your three reserves. What is your game plan? What is your eight-man rotation going to look like? So my three reserves, uh, Magic's a little bit older, so I'm going to bring in a different point guard. Magic, we're going to limit his minutes. He also missed, I think, two games due to back issues in the 92 um, Olympics. So I'm going to go with John Stockton off the bench. I'm also going to bring his best friend. I'm not sure if that's true, but Carl Malone's going to come in with him. Um, they already have a good repertoire together so i'm gonna put those two in my uh reserves um give barkley a little rest keep him fresh and then my third one that i'm gonna bring in is um, larry bird he's gonna be my shooter um i'm gonna give pippen a rest because he's gonna be exhausted shutting down lebron so larry bird's gonna come in and hopefully whoever if lebron comes off the floor he could guard anyone that you're gonna be bringing off the bench so um that's gonna be my three off the bench are Stockton, Malone, and Bird, all Hall of Famers. All right. My three off the bench, we're going to bring in Chris Paul, a little bit of ball handling. He's an all, he's an all NBA defender. He's probably the smartest one that we have on our team. A little bit of creativity, a little bit of facilitating. We got a lot of ball-heavy players on our team. We need someone who can kind of pass the ball every once in a while. We are going to bring in Tyson Chandler. We need somebody with some height, play a little bit of uh, rim-protecting defense. We can play a zone, which would be nice to have him back there for that. Probably in the Patrick Ewing minutes is when we, that would happen. You don't even have Patrick Ewing. so. Well, I if I wasn't going eight-man rotation, I'd bring Ewing yeah. in. But. And then my other will be um, probably my six-man, which is going to be Melo. Fill it up, get some points in the second squad. Yeah, like this was it. the peak of his shooting capabilities. Best scorer in the league at this point of his career. And um, he's just going to hit a whole bunch of threes like he did during the Olympics. And 
He'll be on that second unit, and old man, 39-year-old Larry Bird with a broken back is going to have to guard him. I don't know. Those 92 guys are just built different. Those guys, you piss them off, they'll just bully you and just do some weird stuff. So I don't know. I would love to see the matchup in real life. I think the five against five. What style offense and defense are you playing? What's your what's your strategy here? I think one half court be a uh, a penetrate and kick type of team. A lot of Russell Westbrook just going full speed down the lane and kicking it out to the other four guys are just waiting to shoot threes. I'd have a I'm gonna have a lot of uh, screen and rolls with Magic, probably Admiral. Um, a lot of ISO ball with Michael Jordan. A lot of posting up because I think the size advantage is real. Not just that, not height wise, but like girth wise. I think we out girth you mm-hmm. very well. So even like Barkley, I think Barkley could back down Kevin Love or whoever was guarding him, even though he's not that big. I think he'd be able to do that. And then we'd have to kick. I'm a little worried with my shooting, but in 92, that wasn't really a thing. So I don't have a lot of options there. So, I'd like I said, I'd play a half-court game. I'd, I'd like the game to be in the 80s, ideally, especially with 10-minute quarters, maybe even in the 70s. Are you playing straight across defense? I think I'd be putting LeBron on Michael Jordan at this point of both of their careers. I think Kobe yeah. a little too old to guard 1992 Michael Jordan. I think LeBron's got the length, and this was the peak of his defense. Well, I would put... On my defensive end, I'd put Pippen on LeBron. And then maybe I'd have whoever was eaten, I'd put Jordan on him. Because Jordan's the kind of guy that would just, you know, shut you down just because. So I might even put him on like KD if KD got cooking or, but most likely Jordan on Kobe because Kobe can eat too. So it's kind of weird when you have magic at the point. I mean, I might even have to move Jordan over onto. Westbrook depending on how things were going and then so I like to play with my feel I might even do a 2-3 zone I like to mix it up maybe a box in one maybe a 1-3-1 I don't know whatever's working would you play Drexler Mullen or Leitner any minutes zero um I'd, I'd give Ewing some I'd probably go nine man Clyde the Gride Mullen and Leitner probably aren't going to play for me. Yeah, I think 19-year-old Anthony Davis and... Uh, Daron Williams? I mean, in 2012, there's an he argument was that he's the best point guard in the league, but well, he's, I, I'd rather have there's a reason he's on the ball. team, right? Yeah. <laughs> and when you read the articles the from 2012, they were very positive that he should be the starter on this team. So, Yeah. I don't know if I'm giving – I guess you had to have Chandler some minutes, but Iggy's not playing a minute for me. No. There's no Absolutely scenario. not. No. I would need, like, older Wiley Warriors Iggy to come in and play defense. Lockdown at the end. But I don't even know if he's top 12 in 2012. There had no. to have been some guys that just didn't want to come. Uh, Dwight Howard is hurt. Blake Griffin is hurt. Derek Rose, who's the probably the best player on this team that year, tore his ACL earlier in the year. 
Um, there's a long list of people that are hurt that should be on this team. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, Wade's not on the team. That's how I James mean, just Harden and Adele are getting on the yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. There's no way Anthony Davis. Yeah, I definitely think there's some holes on your squad where I don't like three of my guys, and you don't like three of your guys. So I think it would be nine deep against nine deep, probably. Do you know who the last two, or who the two people for the the Leitner spot were going to be? It was Leitner and one other person. Do you know who the other person were? The, the other wasn't finalists. It, wasn't it uh, Isaiah Thomas or Joe Dumars? Well, this is the college spot. So in 1992, it was down to two players. One of them went first overall in the draft and didn't get picked, and the other one was the college player of the year who just won two national championships, which was Leitner. I don't know, 92. You know who he is. What team did you drafted him? The Magic. Oh, Shaq? Yeah. That'd be nasty. You lose if Shaq's on my team. Yes, we he, starts, he starts over the Admiral. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other game if he's playing. See, I think my favorite era of basketball was between these two teams. Yeah. That ten-year run between those two. Well, that's more than that. That's a twenty-year run. Yeah, I'm not good at math. I'm just saying, like I love Shaq and Penny Hardaway and all them. Grant Hill. Poor guy. I think he did win horse on that Sprite commercial, though. He did. He was probably the best guy in the league until he got hurt. All right, Troy. That's enough basketball. That was fun. I think we'll put that poll up on our social media as well. So look for that on Instagram and or Twitter. I have a feeling the 1992 Dream Team will win that going away. Because everyone's our age that we know. Yeah. That's true. All right, Troy, let's move on to – let's do a couple grab bags before we sign off. And you give us – pimp this episode for next week at the end too. I'm looking forward to that as well. I will. I haven't. I don't have it written down, but my wife's messaging on Facebook. She said, "Oh snap! I'm a snake." Loka's going crazy. Of course, Loka's going crazy. She's probably like, "Oh, the Browns suck." <laughs> so did you see that? Before we get into grab bag, the NFL. They what did they do today? They something with what. They are challenging the ruling. From they the, appealed Watts. They appealed his suspension. Yeah, the sixth. But I, I mean, don't like know you were. Why you do the independent ruling if you're gonna just overrule it? If you're Goodell, it doesn't make any sense. But that's the thing that um, you kind of were talking about. He's already given seventeen games, so now with six, that's year, twenty. He's gonna miss six more, and then he has to play for the Browns. I think that's the biggest punishment of them all. Yeah, so it's like one, three strikes, you're out, mm-hmm. right? He should just be out of the league. The Browns should have to roll with who would they start? They're starting Jacoby Brissett. Ooh, the old brisket sandwich. That'll be interesting. All right, Troy, hit us with a grab bag. What do you got? All right. Would you rather. Golf by yourself and get a hole in one. Ooh, that's one of my nightmares. Or go fishing by yourself and catch the biggest fish of your life 
and not have a camera to take a picture of it. I'd rather catch the fish. And not have anyone, mm-hmm. any proof? That That's fine. I'll just tell the story like dad for the rest of my life. And uh, other people will retell the story for him. Nobody saw that. Nobody has a picture of it. But he tells that story about that brown trout like every six days. So I think that's what I would do. I I, I would have to have someone there if I got a whole one. I don't really have to worry about it because the chances of me getting a hole in one are probably just as good as actually me catching a fish. So either of these are a little like out there for me. So I don't really know how I feel, but probably I agree with you would be the catching the fish. Like you said, you could still tell the story. The hole in one, no one would believe you. I think you have a better chance of people believing you about the fish than the hole in one. I would feel more disappointed if I had no one there for the home one. That's something that you want to share with somebody. You want to buy them a drink. Yeah. No one's buying a drink at the fishery. Cause you caught a big fish. All right. All what right, do you Jay. got? There is a new rival delivery company to UPS. The, the live tour of delivery mm-hmm. and they're sponsored by like Soviet Russia or something just equally as moral, morally re- reprehensible as Saudi Arabia. Would you do it? And how much would it cost to get you to join them? I'd have to do a lot of research. I mean, figure it out. They have to know about the insurance, the pension, all that kind of stuff down the road. But if they gave me five years salary, signing bonus, and then also a decent hourly rate, I'd probably go. Okay. So I think I'd be able to sneak back in, worst case, but I just lose all my seniority. No, but UPS, they put you on double secret probation suspension like the PGA Tour did to Phil. I'll just go out on stress leave with UPS. <laughs> Yeah, I it would, it would take a lot for me. I really like my job. I'm really well set up. So what about you with Geek Squad? Oh, in a heartbeat. Really? Yeah. Soviet Russia. What would it That's take fine. you, though? What would it take you? Mm, uh, weekends off. That's it? That's about <laughs> it, yeah. You Just same rate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. No signing bonus? Just no weekends bonus. off? Yep. Same job same pay give me weekends off and i'm there give me that hammer and sickle i'll wear it to work (laughs) love it all right next question someone breaks into your house okay okay it's just you let's not put your wife and kids and dog in jeopardy just you that's how i vision it um (laughs) you have to use one sports equipment to ward off the attack and the attacker has like a knife no gun so so what sport equipment are you going to use golf club now you think that's and you have to show your work longest range out of any of the sporting equipment it's one that i feel most comfortable knowing what the weight to it would be i think if you had like a wedge or like a seven iron or something it would do the most damage you, you don't like, want to 
You wouldn't want to drive her a three wood just in case the head flew off. No, and I want a steel shaft. I want something like even if I missed with the head, it's still gonna hurt real bad when I hit him with it, and the the shaft's no. not gonna break. Well, it might bend, but see, that's that's my worry with some of the other things I thought about, like hockey stick. Uh, I think a field hockey mallet would hurt. I think that would mess you up. I'm a little worried because it's wooden that it might break. Softball but then I bat can, would be pretty good. I kind of want my hockey stick to break, though, because then I could use it as a shiv. So now I got two. You could stab the guy with it. Okay. I was thinking of this, a bag of, this might sound weird, a bag of Frisbee golf discs. Because then I'm not getting anywhere close <laughs> to the attacker, right? But these are like hard discs. I have to have a good aim, though. And I think it might just annoy him more than ward him off. Mm-hmm. But if I got one good shot to the temple, I think I could take him out. Yeah, I think I think if he just had a knife, I think that would be... The golf club would put me out of range. I could swing it real hard. I already know that. And if yeah. I hit him with the tip of an iron first, he's going down. He'd probably turn and run. Yeah, if they saw you wielding it, I think that would be the same thing. Okay, there's a spin-off question. Okay. I feel like this is coming straight from... Straight from the cuff, and I like where we're going. No, this one was already this is already planned. Okay, so now same th- occurrence is happening. Okay. okay, the guy's breaking in, but now you're in the kitchen, and you have to use one food to fend him off. He's coming at you with a knife. What food are you using to fend him off? What would I use? I would use. This is frozen and hard, I would think. Or something that would be messy, like a jug of milk. There's there's a lot of different good answers here. Like a hot sauce. And I... But then if he's wearing goggles, you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys break in with goggles these days. What if I had like a really stale baguette? It'd be like a baseball bat, right? That'd be pretty good. I don't think a guy's running away with a baguette swing at you. Memes is joining us. Hello there. I'm thinking a giant zucchini would be good, but then you're only going to get one swing. Maybe like a, a DiGiorno. DiGiorno. Use it kind of like a shield that you throw when it comes back to you hit him with it like a chair in pro wrestling there's not a lot of i think the hot sauce to the eyes would be good or just like throw him off and like start hucking mayonnaise at him (laughs) i I really think if you threw a gallon of milk at someone you'd have the handle it's got a good weight to it you could hit him over the head knock him back and then they'd just be covered in milk yeah and then be all slippery and then i could try to run away very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Or like a, I guess a beer bottle, but that's kind of cheating. But it's the same as a milk carton. That's a little different. A plastic milk jug versus <laughs> a beer bottle. <laughs> no rules. Be home by dinner. Yeah, I don't. There's not a lot of great options there. Throw like spaghetti sauce at them, and then again, that's just glass firing in. 
carrot. We gonna stab him with the carrot. <laughs> All right, Troy. I, All right. Got, I got one more. Okay. You can join one of the following teams, only one mm-hmm. team. You have to live the life of one of those people, though, going forward. Okay. And I'll kind of explain each one as we go. Team one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. You don't have a job. You eat pizza. You do ninja moves. You've got a sword or some sort of ninja weapon. So you're just that's me on the weekends. But you live in the sewer. It's fine. With a rat and other mutant ninja turtles. Don't like the rat. Do not like the rat. You had me until the rat. Okay. I hate rats. Power Rangers. Again, you know karate or some sort of ninja yeah. do I get thing. A, do I get to pick my color? You get to pick a color. You're part of the giant mega suit. Okay. But you got to go back to high school. That's fine. And you got to talk to that big old floating head thing. Do that daily in my truck. Yeah, do it daily. (laughs) All right, number three, the Mighty Ducks. You get to play hockey. You get to hang out with Goldberg. But you got to go back to high school. My issue is I'd skate like Fulton, so I'd have to have a lot of practice. And I don't know if I'd... You wouldn't even make the team. You'd be like... Yeah, I just on the bench. Yeah, I'm not getting much playing time if I don't know how to skate. So I'm probably going to go. Is there more options? Yeah, I got three more. Okay. So far, I'm Power Rangers. Okay. Ghostbusters. You get to fight ghosts. You get to hang out with uh, Bill Murray. You get to live in New York City. In the like 80s, 90s. Pretty fun. You just have so, Ray Parker Jr. music just playing in the background all the time for no reason. Pretty good. Still, but you got you got to live in the old abandoned um, firehouse. Fire station. Yeah, it looks like you I'm work out. like twenty hours a day. That's pretty good. And you got to fight. You got to fight ghosts. I don't know if that's a if that's a win or not. Mm. What can you do? Okay, number six. Part of the Avengers. You are a superhero. Mm-mm. Don't like it. No. Too much evil. Yeah. Too much fighting evil. Yeah. Number six. Six? Six. Seven. Seven. You're part of the Legion of Doom from the Justice League. You are one of the evil genius people hanging out, coming up with schemes. But you've got to live with like Bizarro and Lex Luthor. And... You lost me at... Legion to Doom. That's not my genre. You know that. I'm Power Ranger still. I'm the Red Power Ranger. I'm the best one. I'm transforming into like some crazy little robot thing. And I'm Power Ranger. Which one are you choosing? I think I go Legion of Doom. I think in that underground swamp layer where you're just hanging out and coming up with schemes. And -hmm. none of them really ever get in trouble. They just, they're like in the show next week. So. They get caught, they get apprehended, and they're just right back to coming up with shenanigans. And I'm on board for that. All right, my last question. You have to create a sandwich, but bread can't be involved. You have to pick something for the bread, similar to what we did with the quesadilla. Okay. Spivadilla? 
What was it? It's Pivotilla. Yeah. So you have to do that, and you have to throw some sort of meat in the middle. So what I came up with to kind of give you a reference is mm-hmm. I'm going pancakes with a rump roast in the middle. A rump roast? Yeah. With a little syrup drizzled everywhere. A little sautéed onion. Dice it with a little chive action. A little cheddar cheese. I think it'd be really good. Something that you would want to try in the future and is feasible. Can't use bread. You get these like a wop. You get it like a waffle or a pancake. I, I would do. Um... For some reason, I'm thinking of the Tracy Jordan meat machine from Thirty Rock. Where you just put three types of meat into like a panini press, like a George Farman grill, and it makes a meat sandwich. Sounds very hmm. dangerous, and I need some sort of gloves, but I think it'd be fun to have. Uh... Yes, Mike, a taco would work in theory. But I'm, getting, I'm getting a taco. Tacos, your bread? I want like a rib meat to be the outside of my sandwich. And then I want like pastrami and steak or in the middle so you're, so you're having so you're having boneless rib bread mm-hmm. with salami in the middle pastrami salami in the middle pastrami and um i'm not a big pastrami guy i was thinking of that that was one of the things i was thinking on the outside having rice crispy treats and on the middle have a prime rib yeah, I think I think waffle is probably the best choice for the outside. Have you been to the waffle experience in Folsom? No. It's fantastic. You should go. You there. look like you've been to every waffle experience. Waffle house, waffle <laughs> waffle barn. I've, if there has waffles involved, I've been there. You've been to the one in Lincoln? What is that one called? I think it's Waffle Barn. Could be. It's right it's right off a of twelve bridges. I think I have been there. It's all right. I love the phone home about. Love the All right. So we're wrapping the show up. Um, we're going to go ahead and pimp next week's show. Try get, so this, hit me with this idea. I, you, you texted it to me. It was like a group of words that didn't really go together. I tried to explain it to Heather, and I got more confused when I tried to do that. <laughs> That's what a good idea entails mm-hmm. when it comes from me is you, nobody knows what's going on but me. And that's what I like. So next week, we are going to rewrite the movie Grease. And we're going to change Danny and Sandy. Their characters have to be musicians. So those musicians have to be from the same time era and they have to be in the same musical genre. So we're just recasting Grease or we're like creating a brand so new movie that just happens yeah, brand to have new, singers in it? So you're basically, you're redoing Grease any time era you want whenever those artists were around. Um, and you have to play all the same songs, but you replace like Summer Lovin', Hopelessly Devoted, Born to Hand Jive with songs that those artists already sing. If that makes sense. So I take um, Donnie and Marie so, Osmond and I put them in the 2010s. Okay. 
that's what that's what this is yeah but you don't want like that you want like beyonce and like who would be around when beyonce well she's still around so you like yeah that would be too good you can't that's weird (laughs) so instead of summer loving you got big pimpin or 99 problems (laughs) but it takes place in the 1930s you do whatever you want it's your show it's your movie baby so that's basically how it works. Do I works. need like a uh, full script? Is it like a... Oh, absolutely. Like I've already written like how the camera is going to pan in these songs. So, <laughs> And also too, um, so if you want, let's say you wanted to go Hall and Oates, right? And they're dating in this one? No. So Hall and Oates, Hall would be Danny and then you could have Oates as Kanicki. Oh, okay. Get it? So you can have a Kaniki and a Riz if you'd like, if you want to do a pair. Because you gotta you have to find something for Grease Lightning. There's a lot of songs. I'll make so a list I have of the to songs. Recast all of the people in the movie. Just the top two of each side. Cause the, the ones that actually sing a song. Because I think Kaniki, he sings Grease Lightning yeah. a little bit. And then Rizzo, I think she has her own song. So we'll have to obviously so learn to more about Greece. <laughs> I have to recast it with what is that like seven different people, eight, nine, eight different people? No, use top two that are all I said, from the same each. genre, and they all have to have songs that somewhat relate to the theme of Greece. And yes, yeah, so be you'll be using decade. you will be using one to two sick days this week to make sure <laughs> this happens. <laughs> So they won't be on American Bandstand. They'll be on TRL. No, but you could you could do like Fred Durst. My my original thought was Christine Aguilera. Ooh, that's good. I had Luther Vandross and Sade. They're going to be an interesting couple, <laughs> but I think that would be good. And I would cast it in the two thousands. Does everyone have to be from the same year? Can you have like Sade and Luther Vandross, and then? I have like Katy Perry. Absolutely not. That is so outlandish. <laughs> so they have to be from, they all have so to you be need from like, the same time frame. So you need like a good one would be like Justin Timberlake and Carrie Underwood. If I pick someone from a, a time frame, does the movie have to take place in that time frame? Yes. And it's better too is if they are a lot older looking than they should be in high school. Cause I think that's very important to Greece's, you know, fabric. So there's a lot of thinking to be done. Is this the whole episode? Do we have other things planned? <laughs> I don't think we have time. <laughs> All right. I will start. We'll think that. of other things, but I think it's going to be good. Um, Maybe that our wives text each other who we choose just so we don't choose the same people. I'm not sure I you're going to go. I'm tentatively picking Fred Durst as one of the people that I have. So I don't, I don't think you're going to go anywhere near Tank or Joe. So I think I'm going to be all right. Yeah. I won't be picking Kim. Try, you'll be okay. <laughs> now we're talking Maxwell. Oh man, there's so many good options. Very white. And I think the couple, the more outlandish they look together, the better. 
So if you went like Elvis and I don't even know who would be back then, but that's a good, that's a good reference that you had there. Yeah. I, who else was around during Elvis? Can you think of a gal? No, that's why I wouldn't have gotten with Elvis. Johnny Cash. <laughs> and they're dating. It's 2002. We can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Johnny Cash is hopelessly <laughs> devoted to Elvis. <laughs> I'm really excited to see what you come up with. And I think the the main thing you need to do is just find someone who has a lot of songs to fit. So like I Michael Jackson. Like yours has to have soul train involved in instead of american bandstand it might now you're just giving me all sorts of good ideas that's what i do missy elliott and brian from the backstreet boys is what we got from elbows work it (laughs) yeah there's just so many different you they have to have such a range of songs to fit all these song titles they each kind of have to pick each other up, though, the two artists that you have. That's why I... physically have to be able to pick them up, so I don't want to pick, like, Adele. No, you don't want Adele and Barry White, even though they're not the same genre, but... Fat Joe and... <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> she would be a good one, though. She has a lot of good She's got some songs. songs. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that's the show. I cannot wait to hear what <laughs> comes up in your brain for next week. It is going to be I'm fantastic. so excited. Fantastic. Ho- hopelessly devoted to you. Yeah, well, I'll have to make a list of all the songs. I'm going to have to look it up. I don't think I'm going to rewatch the movie. I couldn't tell you last time I watched Grease. Is it on Netflix? I hope it's on Netflix so that we can watch it. It is. I'm going to be going to bed a little later. Because you have to start tonight. Absolutely. We had the whole summer, and you started on last night's show <laughs> yesterday. So I think you could procrastinate. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, probably going to write it next Tuesday, to be honest with you. Okay, fair enough. All righty. Well, that was episode show, 108 Charlie. of the Spivey special podcast that was a goodie feels good to be back feels good to be talking into space again yeah just getting the dust you know just clearing it out feeling good i will be editing this week's show because i had a lot of ums and ums and fake words that i was saying so he's breathing a little heavier than he did four months ago ladies and gentlemen breathing a little heavier All right, I think that's all, right. all we got. Troy, you got anything else? Join us on social media at Spivey Special Everywhere, Instagram, Facebook. Even jump over on old YouTube there. Um, I believe we're on Twitch. We are. Right? Those people watching on Twitch. Um, oh, we haven't really done any uh, TikTok lately, but maybe we'll have to get back at that. Maybe Zach's Milkshake can bring all the boys to the yard. We'll just have to see. If we'll you're listening to, to the audio version of the podcast, please like and subscribe to the podcast there and rate and all of that stuff. That will help the show out as well. We've got some new merch. We'll get the links up on our social media. and I'll put it in the notes for the podcast as well. we got a and polo you... and a t-shirt and stickers and all kinds of fun stuff now. 
And if you guys don't have one of these hats, you guys should get one of these hats. They're very comfortable. They're looking very fly and they'll go great with your polo that you get that we put on our social today. So just go out there, just slang that money, get a little merch. Everyone's doing it. Everyone. Absolutely. All right, Troy, you got anything else? Zach, you're fat. Troy, you're fat. Later. Thank you.